0: Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Gitten Dafnun. And we're starting on the very bottom line of Mem Medbase. Yesterday we made reference to a guarantor and his responsibilities towards the one for whom he is providing a guarantee. Today we're going to be speaking about an Orev and a Kablan. An arev is your typical guarantor, and a kablan is a higher level, typically referred to in halachic terms as a contractor of some kind. And we're going to be analyzing these different levels. Again, the arev is a more basic level. The kablan is a higher level. And the Gemara says on the bottom line of Mem Testament Base Itmar, the Amorim explain as follows, that when it comes to an arev, a regular guarantor, and on behalf of his son's gsubah, the halacha is that he's really not mishtabed. It's not actually a proper shibud where he'd have to pay out some money. Rashi at the bottom of Mem base explains, chada <laughs> he's just a regular guarantor. And this type of contract with a wife is very unique because typically when there's a guarantor, it's because person A gave to B, and B is now obligated to give back to A. And if there's defaulting, we need a guarantor. But when a woman enters into a marriage, ve'od says the Gemara, la midi chasra klumi when she got married, she didn't necessarily invest anything in order to bring about the result of a ksuba. So therefore, the mixture of things by because he's a guarantor ba'alma, he's an ari ba'alman. Because she really didn't bring any money to the marriage necessarily, she might have, but it's labdafka. So therefore, uh, the halacha is that by an ari of divrei hakol, that he is not Mishtabi. But a kablan, when it comes to a person who's a contractor, top line of nunamid aleph, de balchov, not in a case of ksuba, but in a case where there's a chov, divryakol mishtabit, there everyone agrees that the guarantor would be held uh, reliable if the person for whom he's creating a guarantee defaults. But there are two cases which are the cases of machlokas, Orev de balchov. If you have the lower level guarantor and the case is one of a loan. Or the Kablan diksuba, or the higher level guarantor, but in a lower level case, which is that of the Ksuba. That's plagi. That's where we have our makhlokes. That in both of those cases, that even if the person lending money or the husband doesn't have anything to support his guarantee, still the guarantor, be it a Kablan, or an Ari would be mishtabed. And that it depends, that if the initial person making the transaction um, has the appropriate properties, then mishtabed, the guarantor, would be obligated to pay. And if there wasn't any money at the time of the transaction, then the guarantor would not be mishtabed. How do we paskin? And this is actually quoted in... That when there is a case of a balchov, even if it were to be the case that when I, who was supposed to pay the money, when I when I lent you money, that I lent you money and you didn't have any properties to back up your loan, but if I'm a guarantor of any kind, then mishtabed I will be held accountable. However, bar may areiv with that one exception. Ariv the Ksuba is never going to be a debate because the Afal Gav, the Isle, lo mishtabed. Even if the husband were to have had properties to, to back up and support the Masayim Zuz of the Ksuba, lo mishtabed, my taima, because mitzvah hu, the de'lo midi chasra. It's a mitzvah to get married. That's a debate in the Rishonim. If it's a mitzvah mineyubey to get married, or if a mitzvah, or if the mitzvah of marriage is a heichitimtza to the mitzvah prurvu, that is a discussion in the Rishonim. And that she didn't lay out money to get married. Look, it's possible that a woman could bring a dowry, could bring Nichse Melug into a marriage or Nichse Tzon Barzel, but it's not a Chiu for her to do so. The fact is that when a husband says, they're fully married but with Kedushin and Nisun, then she earns Exuba if uh, if the marriage doesn't work out. But since she didn't really invest any money, so therefore the Gemara says that an Ari will never have to actually pay, even if he is a guarantor for Exuba. And then the Gemara goes back to what we discussed at the end of the day yesterday. Yesterday, we spoke about the fact that when a person collects from Yisomim, uh, that an, uh, when it has to do with the Subas Isha, that it's the that she, she has to collect from the Yisomim's field because of Ziboris. And the Gemara says, Amar hold on one second, I'm not understanding. Toshma, we're ten lines down, on Nun Ahmed Aleph. Me'ikara Taknisan when we said that when a woman collects her ksuba from her dead husband's children, from the asomim that is busy Boris, we argued that it was because a woman has a lower threshold because she's always ready to get married. She never wants to be alone. tandu And says the Gemara, but if you want to say that it's because of the asomim, then who cares about your svara about the isha? Hi mishum the yasmehu. Well, your svar is irrelevant. They're yisomin. No matter what happens, when you collect from the Yasomim, the halacha is, you're going to be collecting from ziboris. So it says the Gemara, tiyufta de marzutra tiyufta. This rejects the shita of marzutra. What was the shita of marzutra? So if you want to see his shita, his sheeta can be found at the two dots, two-thirds of the way down, on Mem Testament base. We'll read it so that there's clarity. And he says at the two dots there, Omar Marzutra Breder of Nachman, that a woman can collect her ksuba from Ziboris only as it relates to his. But when she collects from her husband, then it's Bebenunis. And we just rejected the shita of Um of Marzutra Breder of Nachman because he does he distinguishes between an Isha collecting from her Yasomim, which is busy Boris, and from her husband, which is Bibanis. And here in our Gemara, it seems to be that this has nothing to do with that at all. It's not because of the Isha. His reasoning is rejected. And the Gemara continues I have a two dots here. Does everyone have a two dots here? 12 lines down? Okay. So the Gemara says, same person again, but he says, Mishmei Nachman. It's a little bit interesting. This language of the Gemara is a little odd. Who else would he be talking in the name of? It's Marzutra, oh, it's his son, Marzutra Beredra of Nachman. So he says in the name of his father. That actually does make sense. Shtar chov, let's say that I have a Shtar Chov, Al that is meant to be collected from Yasomin. So I'm going to the Yasomin of family X, the father just died. And I have a Shtar that the father who died owes me money. And in the Shtar chov, it says that I should be paid in Idis. So, even though the document of mine, which says that when I collect from family X, the family whose father just died, if I'm supposed to be collecting from that family, the document says that under all circumstances, you collect from idis. That's a stirah. This is a unique case scenario. Let's review the case. What do we typically say when a person collects from Who do the, what, what kind of fields do they collect? Ziboris. What happens if the document that I have to collect from that family says you'll always collect Edis even if they are Yesomim? So now you have a conflict. The general rule is that when you collect from Yesomim it's ziboris. but this star that I have says that I'm supposed to collect from Edis. So the Gemara says the third of the way down, Amar Abaye Teda din dine Really, in general, when it comes to a baldin, to a regular person who's collecting a cho, we should be collecting from the fields that are the B-quality fields, the Bainanas. Umiyasme boris. And when it comes to these, Tomem, so it should be busy, boris, But he does not collect idis. Amar le rava, he says to Abai, I don't understand what you're talking about, Abayi. hashta, what is going on? First of all, balchov din emideu raisa boris Really, you're wrong. Abaya, you wanted to say that the typical din of a Baal Chov is that he collects Babananis. That's not true. Me de oraisa, he collects Beziboriz, Kede'ula. What did Ula say? To Amar Ula, Davar Torah, Baal That a Baal Chov always, at a minimum, collects from ziboris. He has no reason to collect any higher. Shne'emar b'chutz ta'amod ve'ha'ish, madarko shel ish lahotzi pachos shebekelem. It is whatever the pasuk means over here, but this pasuk is speaking about a loan, and when we talk about a man, the man typically will try and pay out from the worst quality kalim. So therefore, we see that mido oraisa, Rava points out that a balchov is supposed to collect from ziboris, not from beinonis, like Abaye said. Mamru and when it comes to a it's not a dindo raisa Abaye; it's only so that people don't collect don't be uh, only so that people don't feel restricted from lending money, because if I lend money, I don't want to get back garbage properties. So then the Gemara says, gabe Yasme, and in regards to Yasoman, which we had said uh, that they collect from Zibur, So, Kmura so that's Pasha that that's the case. But your fundamental presentation,, Abayi, is not correct. El-hacha, in our case, of the document that I'm collecting from from yisomin, but the document says that I'm supposed to be collecting from Edis. In our case, So what does Ravah want to say to Abaye? You're absolutely wrong on a couple of fronts. But to our specific case, the reason why you're wrong is because once a document specifically specifies that I'm allowed to collect from Edis, even though the person I'm collecting from is Yisomim and they typically collect from Ziboris, doesn't matter. The Dindo raisa is that you collect B'idis, which is a big Chiddush. And that too is against the Shita of Marzutra Breda Rav Nachman. So then it says the Gemara, does Rava really hold that way? Does Rava really hold? And let's review the case. I have a Shtar. The Shtar says that when you collect from my family, you should collect from my Edis fields, from my A-plus fields. Even though the document itself says you should collect from Edis, uh, Marzutra Breda Rav Nachman says in the name of Rab Nachman, that really you should only be collecting from, that, that you should even be collecting from Idis. So says the Gemara does that actually apply? After all, we have a brysa, in the name of Avram Chozah, a very uncommon name in Shas. Um, I don't know that we've, uh, maybe we've seen it before. Any any recollections, David, anything? Zero. No? In fact, his name I does, see, the Shas. Avram. This has made a difference, Avram, which is maybe, yeah, my brother, Alev Shalom was Avram, and then the base medicine in the they had a big machlovkes about his name. So they debated if his name was a real name, but it's not. In yesteryear, in the last generation, it wasn't so uncommon. I don't mean my brother's pronunciation, or no, you even see on on like uh, headstones, yeah, was yeah. Avram Yeah, it's definitely not something we promote. In fact, when my brother got sick, we added a hey to his name. It added, I guess, weeks to his life. I don't know how to measure, but uh, weeks, not years. But uh... So the name Avram is uncommon. Even if it was to be the case that it, there was a specific exclusion that we're dealing with the case of Nizakin, and even though it's true that in general, when we're talking about, um, that when we're talking about, uh, Yisomim we typically collect from Ziboris, but even had it been a case of Nizakin, that's true. Hanizakin din and And what do we see? That really, typically, Nizakin should be from Edis. That was our mission at the beginning of the parak. Those are the first words of this parak. shaman and that's a din So we have this statement from Avram Chozad that says that even when you're collecting from Yisomim from the world of Nizakin, you still collect from Ziboris. So how can Rava be right? Rava, you're you're saying that Abaye is wrong. Abaye wanted to say it's taka true that when uh, the document says that you should collect from the Yisomim, even from Edis, we ignore the document and we go with the general rule that when you collect from Yisomim, you're supposed to collect busy Boris. Rava says even to Idis, and we see this Brisa. This Brisa says that's not true in the name of Avram Chosha. That's not correct. So says the Gemara to, to defend Rava, and we're two thirds of the way down at the beginning of the line, and this will look familiar. What must this b'risa be talking about where we see that you are not collecting Idis uh, even though you should be? Says the Gemara, that we're talking about a case where the Idis of the person who got damaged. Was the same level of the lowest property of the Ziboris of the Mazik. And we're holding, like Rabbi Shmuel, in this case, and therefore he gets Edis. So, and we've made Tikkun Olam, Takinu and that uh, because of Tikkun Olam, we always wanted to make sure, this is Rabbi Shmuel's explanation of our Mishnah, that the Tikkun Olam din is that we want to make sure that. That people get paid back by the mazik, so that the mazik is motivated not to be a mazik ever again. And they just kept the standard of the Raisa. So Rava is protected. That means that we have a machlokas right now between Rava and Abaye. What's the machlokas? Let's review the case a third or fourth time. I don't remember how many times now. We have a document and it says, Phil, you can collect from my family at any time. When you do, it should be beides. And I go over to the isomim. The isomim say, where isomim, you have to collect busy boris. I hold up the star and I say, I'm really sorry. I know you guys are going through a lot, but the star says, I'm allowed to collect through edis. Rava says, incorrect. You have to follow the isomim. And I'm sorry, Abaye says, incorrect, you have to follow you. So when Rava says, not true, you get to collect, even from Edis. I, the Brisa, so we solved the Brisa by saying it was Rabbi Shmo. And asks the Gemara again, Eini, three-fourths of the way down, is this really true? The Rabbi Lazar Nivsa, a lot of unique names tonight. Ain Nifra'in Minich Zeyesomim. Ela Listen to this difficult language. You're not allowed to get paid out by the properties of Yisomim unless it's ziboris What what does that mean? That doesn't make any sense. You can't you can't collect from the properties of the Yisomim that are ziboris even if they're idis. So says the Gemara. afidu idis lava idis isn't this the exact case that Rava was talking about? That even if Edis was written in the in the Shtar, Afal Piken, you only get paid busy boris, and therefore Rava's sheet is blown out of the water, says the Gemara lo. My Edis, what are we talking about in a case of Edis? Of Shefoy Edis, of a case of Edis that got ruined or that got taken away. So Rashi, two thirds of the way down, says Shifoi Edis, le'achar hezek. So that's what the Gemara says that the fields were damaged. Kiddi Rava. Back in the Gemara, what does Rava say? The Amar he's Ziboris gove mino idis. If there was damage and you were supposed to collect from Ziboris, so you're allowed to collect from the idis. Shvoi idis. If the idis got ruined or destroyed between the damage and the time of collection, gove mina The gove mina You can collect from the B class, from the middle category. And they stay the same that when it comes to Yasomim, you typically collect from Ziboris. So the Gemara ends up concluding that there is still a machlokas, that Ravashita withstands the multiple tests of the Gemara. And he holds that when the star says, Phil, you can go collect from my family whenever you want, even with Edis, Rava says, Taka, that's true. You should do it nicely and sensitively. They're going through mourning, but you should be a mensch about it. And at the end of the day, Rubba says you're allowed to collect from Edis. However, Abai says you're not allowed to collect from Edis. We follow the general principle that's listed in the mission at the beginning of the on of and Bays, which is that when it comes to uh when it comes to yisomin, we always pay busy bodhis. All right, let's dig into this din a little bit more. We're at the two dots, 10 lines from the bottom of Nun, Amid Aleph. The Gemara says that, as we've discussed already 10 times today and 20 times yesterday, that when it comes to collecting payments that are owed from the family of the asomim, so the Gemara says, quoting our Mishnah, that you, when you collect, you have to be nice, to them. you can only collect from their fields that are their sea level fields, the Zibori's field. So boy. Rav When the Chachamim instituted this rule, or I should say, when the Torah instituted this rule, what type of Yesomim are we talking about? Do we say, under all circumstances, that uh, under all circumstances of Yesomim, that when we collect from them, we're collecting from them as it relates to Ziboris because they're Khtanim and Gdolim? Is it Yisomim Kitanim or afi Is it only children, or is it even adults who are Yisomim? So to this, the Gemara says the Chakira. What are the two sides? The two possibilities. Do we say Takanta Hida that there is a rabbinic injunction that we're done by Yisomim that the only time we have to collect from Ziboris is by the ketanim because they're not really gedolim; they need more empathy, more sympathy than anybody else. So when the only child that's left to collect from is a child, okay, so we should be really nice and collect from Ziboris. But perhaps by gedolim we would not have such a rule, and maybe we would be able to collect from a higher standard, a higher class, a cabin of of um, of land. Odilma, or perhaps mishum delom Daita de Malve because we never would have anticipated that when I took out this this starchov, that I would only be able to pay back, to get paid back from the Asomim and then be in a case to have a lay noel delas. I never would have ever thought of this case scenario. Therefore, Hilkach, Afilu Gedolim Nami. Okay, stuff happens, people die. And therefore, perhaps we should be concerned about noel delas bifnei lovin. But I shouldn't be concerned here because this guy shouldn't have died, died underage, and therefore, out of the concern that a person can die, everybody dies at some point, so therefore everyone should collect from Ziboris, even a Godol. So to this, the Gemara says, four lines from the bottom, we have a b'risa that answers this question. Toshma, Abaye Kshisha, the elder Abaye said, that when our Mishnah says that when I collect from Yisom, I have to collect from Ziboris, this is true, the din applies across the boards, no matter what the age is of the Yasomim. if they're over bar mitzvah and under bar mitzvah. If I have a shtar and I'm collecting from Yasomim, it doesn't matter what their age is, I can only collect properties from them that are ziboris, the lowest class mahani perhaps this brice of Yesomim where it says perhaps that's only true the indian Shvua, that when we collect something from Yesomim, the Chachamim has a shvua that we say in order to prevent us uh to make sure to, to prevent us from taking advantage of yosomen we have to make a shua so maybe that's what the brice means the Gdole, the godo mili Deavua, the a gut a, a if I'm 15 my my children are so my older boys are 17 years old as it relates to my world of finances they're complete amaratum right so they have no idea what is what is entailed in in, in, in and managing a budget the credit card is like momish pixie dust of like magic mm-hmm. money doesn't matter so clap yeah that's amazing and and when it doesn't work they're like what's wrong with your credit card i'm like you used it too much and there's no room left on the credit card so our children don't understand so the gemara says that What that doesn't happen anymore oh swipe you're talking actually about the uh forget the swipe no the the carbon the carbon carbon. (laughs) yeah you know, I, yeah, I remember the carbon paper. I remember, yeah. I yeah, and that they didn't put down two sheets because if they put down two sheets then they could run your card again in yeah, your absence. Up. Yeah, for sure. Thank it God was things have friends. changed. Was the one that you went like this and then there was the one that was like uh, The press, back. the press. Yeah. That's right. So here the Gemara says two lines from the bottom, a true story. And this always well, makes me true. feel better because the halacha always views a child who's 13 years and one day as a bar yuva. And like we all know that their level of maturity is similar to that of an inanimate object. There's no chance that they're functioning in society at that age. And the Gemara here agrees: the gadol b'mila D'Avua, a child who may well be a gadol as it relates to the matters of his father. Kikatam dumi. I want to just put this on my fridge and just leave it there for my children to figure out what it means. So what does this mean? That perhaps what the Gemara means that it, that when it comes to a shivua, that a gadol and a katan are the same even though the Gadol is a little bit older, but he didn't, he didn't understand his father who passed away. He didn't understand his father's matter, so we forced him to make a shua. Avalein and Ziboris, though perhaps this b'raisa of, uh, of Abayek Shisha really isn't the raya we think it is to answer our question as to whether or not the rule of Ziboris applies both to K'tanim and G'dolim. The Hilchasah, what is the Din? Turning to the top of Dafnun Nun, Amad Yesomim Sha'amru, G'dolim, Ve'in Tzarech Lomark that on multiple fronts, we have uh, Katanim and gedolim as identical. The Katanim and gedolim of a man who passes away, who is now, these kids are now responsible for the estate. And when somebody shows up to these summon with the shtar chov, they have to pay their debts. So the halacha is, it doesn't matter how old the yisomim is. A shvua must be made by the Balchov that he's not taking advantage. And the Bal the Shtarchov, the Balchov can only collect from Ziboris. Good. Oi, okay. Let's uh, learn a hard saga. Oh. I didn't mean to crack it out loud, but it's just a hard saga. Sorry. All right, the Gemara says that we learn ain Sounds simple. Actually, it doesn't sound simple, but it's it, the words do translate simple, that you don't pay someone from Nechastem that have a lien on them when there are properties that don't have a lien on them. That should be obvious. I don't want your properties that other people can take back. That That's not helpful. I need to be paid back. So when you give me your property that's Meshubah to another person, not helpful. Maybe the payroll whatever I benefit in the means, just not helpful. So the Gemara says that that's the case. And uh, and when it says Meshubad, there really should be the added words, even if it's ziboris. So what would be better for me? Would I rather have a bainonis or an Idis, to be paid back with a bainonis or an Idis, that's Meshubad, that, uh, that there's a lien on that property, the government, someone down the block can come say, Phil... It's been nice that you had that for a week, but you're, you know, Ruvein owes me money. I'm taking the property back. So the din is that it's better to pay somebody back. Bziboris, busy a busy bziboris where there's where it's bnei Chorin. and then the Gemara says, okay, I, I understand. I, I got I got the basics. Is that if I am owed money, I would rather you pay me back with property that's bnei Chorin, even if it's ziboris. So says the Gemara. Boy Rav Barami. Second time today. Bematana What would be the difference if I gifted a property to someone? Do we say avud mishum that when we say that it's appropriate to collect from properties that are bnei even if they are ziboris, that was something that was uh, out of concern of say the delikuchos. Aval matana the leikup say the delikuchos low. But perhaps by a matana where there's no de Delkuchos, I Dafka should take Ziboris. Because what's the concern of la Cujos? We're concerned that by regular Pseida Delkuchos, the people would rather have Bainanis even if it's not benechorin. So here the Gemara says perhaps by matana he should even take. O Dilma, were six lines down on nonamidbeis, or perhaps matana nami ne. If not for the fact that I benefited from giving you a matana lo matana, I would have given it to you. I would therefore specifically want you to take a property that's of a better quality because we're dear friends, and I am concerned of se'ida So the Gemara gives a very complex answer. Omar le mark shisha de the Rav Tashma, we have a braisa, quarter of the way down, and we'll be stopping at the second to last line of the page. Tashma, shchiv meira, there's a man who's on his deathbed. Shaamar, he said the following thing, and we all we all know already, we've learned a number of times in this masechta, that the dying wish of a man, you try and fulfill. Tenu, what does the word tenu mean? It's matana, seems to be a matana, so give give 200 to person 1 300 to person 2 and 400 to person 3 so in such a case when that happens and then someone shows up to ask for money because they're a balchov to this person really we don't do that if a person comes to uh, to ask for money he doesn't go to the person of Masayim Zuz first to collect and then if he has no money, he goes to the person of shlosh And if he no, he, he evenly takes from everybody. So let's say the three of you in the room. One of you got two hundred. One of you got three hundred. One of you got four hundred. You've been paid out. But I am a nush and I am owed four hundred shekel. So I collect evenly from the three of you. However, you divide four hundred. Lufichach yatsa Allah dar chov gove <inaudible> mikulam. Aval says this brisa that if the language was slightly different. Imamar. Tznu Saim Zuz, Leploni, and then, Ve'acharav, and afterwards, I want you to give new dollars, Leploni, and then after that second transaction, a third one, Ve'acharav Leploni, Ve'acharav Leploni, and then the third one goes to the third person, Omrim, Kol HaKodem B'shtar Zacha. So then, if I come then at that point with a shtar Let's say you got 200, you got 300, and you got 400. So then I go down the list. I start with the guy who has to it. That's called a Kodem Zohar. I start with the person who is first on the list. And uh, if he doesn't have any money, I go to, the, to that person. If he doesn't have that, I go to the next person. And even though it's the case, that the first person might well have collected from Beinonis, and the last person collected from Ziboris, mi Ziboris gavi, mi Beinonis lo gavi. This Brysa says black on white that we collect from the Ziboris. Shmaminah, This is a case of tnu, It's a case of matana. What do we see? Be matana nami takanta. We therefore see that in such a case that the takana applies over here too. That even if there is a matana, the collection that takes place on behalf of that matana is from Ziboris. So says the Gemara, that's not true. This Brysa is not a raya from matana whatsoever. Why not? Because hacha This brisa of Shribmeira Meira was talking about a case of balchov, And the Gemara incredulously responds, that's not true. Read the words. t'nu ka'amar. It says give. It doesn't say that if a star chov showed up, it just says t'nu. It says the Gemara, t'nu bechovi it means to pay back it doesn't mean what you think it means that it's a matano, even though that's what the words say says the Gamara why are we doing this odd system let's see who got all which who person which person showed up with the star first and pay back that way so the Gemara says that's not how this works the there was no star the balecho, these three people who collected they were not they didn't have a star The person who was dying said, Give them money. Says the Gemara, wait one second. We know that there were Staros involved because two thirds of the way down, (laughs) the Brysa says that whoever shows up first, whoever got their star first, whoever got their money first, they're collected from first. Says the Gemara, that person didn't have a star. It was Bishtar Pekudita. It was the star that had all the rules in it. Namely, it's that which the person who was dying said, but there were no other Staros. So, all of that is approach number one to reject this Brysa as a Raya for the case of Matana. And the Gemara says, Even had it been that this Bryce was talking about Matana, it still wouldn't be a problem. What does it mean that I, who have a, a document, a star to collect from you, I collect from the last person? It means a nifsad elame achron, that if I take from person one, he can then go take from person two, who could then go take from the achron, and the person who always loses out is the last person on the list. There is another possible answer to all of this, which is that the three people, the one who received 200, the one who received 300, and the one who received 400, they didn't receive different types of properties. They all received benunis, in which case, even if our case was a case of matana, there is no raya, because nobody received ziboris in that case. That's pretty simple. I think I had to learn this 10 times to not understand it. It's a very difficult piece of Gemara. Just the subtleties, but just within that one price, a very, very hard brysa, and it requires a lot of research. Twelve lines from the bottom of the two dots, ein motzi We had said, if you look back in our Mishnah for the appropriate context, the Mishnah is on memches midbeis, and this was a lengthy piece of the Mishnah that we said... That uh from properties that are Meshubadim, we don't uh, uh take out any money. the all of that whole long list. We don't take out money from the chasim because of Tikunol And that's what the Bryce said. And looking back at our Gemara, 12 lines or so, 15 lines from the bottom, the Gemara says, Taima, what's the reason why? Amar Because peros. Are not written into contracts like that. If I give you an orchard, let's say a woman brings an orchard into a marriage, she doesn't evaluate what fruits will be produced. We have no idea what fruits will be produced, fruits will be produced. We have no clue at all. So there, therefore, you cannot collect from the Khassim because fruits are really not part of the regular contract. If that's true, when it comes to the food that a husband is obligated to pay his wife and his daughters, we treat it as though it's written. And even though that's true, the even by the mazon isho vanos, even though we treat it like it's written in, into the contract, Allah is the we don't pay from Nakhasim Shubadan. So Amar that's not a good riot because Hasam, in regards to a woman, the whole takana by the woman is that way. It's understood within the world of Ksuvah that the money that she should get is always from properties that are bnei and not from properties that are mishuabadim that have a lien on them. We never want to place this woman in a disadvantage when she's collecting food for herself and for her daughter, and therefore it's assumed in halacha that her pay. Payments should always come from properties that are B'nei Chore. And lastly, the Gemara says, And they gave the same exact answer, that uh, the reason why we say payros are not paid from the chasim ishua abadim, why payros of a property are never paid from properties that have liens on them, is because fruits are never included in a contract. So it says the Gemara, Le Asi, Haisha exact same question from the previous Brysa. Huh? What about the example that our Mishnah included, which is food that belongs to a woman and her daughters? It's as if they were written down. And if it's as if they were written down, then maybe we should be able to pay them from Nechasim them, even with properties that have a lien. Yet, nevertheless, we say and that we're not allowed to pay them from properties that are Meshubad. Amarle, The whole takona by a woman is to protect her in this way. And that when it comes to a woman and it regards to her ksuba and all of the payments therein, we always pay her from Nechasim, that are B'nei Chorin and not Meshua Badim, And last and certainly not least, Reb Hanino Omar, Amar, that it's a little bit different. It's, he's giving you the lambdas as to why payros are not typically included in star. And he writes, Ktsubin, mm-hmm. we have no idea how many payros are going to grow. And because we don't know how many payros are going to grow, we therefore can't factor them into the Ksuba, into the document, into the uh, uh, into the contract, and therefore we never pay them out from nechasim but rather only from nechasim that are Bene chorin. We'll stop right here and pick up on the last line of nunamidbeis on Friday morning uh, after the seven forty-five shacharis. I think I'm going to triple check my schedule. We're pretty sure that works, and uh, we'll stop right there. Wishing you all a beautiful night.